Hey there, what you buying and what you reading? I am the most influential speaker from the House of M, and let's talk about our comic complex. Hey, I'm back, and I'm back talking comics, uh, something I always loved since I was a wee little lad, and I still enjoy to this day, um, despite everything that's going on out there right now. Um, so I thought I've been having some mild... <laughs> What I consider success anyway, with my YouTube shows that I do on um, with Revelations. Uh, you can see us there as well. I show all kinds of cool toys and stuff. And I've been having some cool and a lot of fun uh, times with uh, my other podcast called The Icebox. That I figure, hey, why not resurrect the thing that got us here? Actually, it was the icebox that got us here, but still. Um, uh, the Comic Complex podcast was a derivative from the icebox, and, uh, but I figured, why not talk about it? I mean, I, I, I still love them. And I have a ton of comic books that I could be talking about. Um, and, you know, Comic Complex was the thing about having your backlog of comics and just not uh, reading them. So my whole thing was I'm going to read those things and talk about them on this this podcast. But this podcast is all about comic books, um, so I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to get right into the conversation right here. So the first thing I so first thing I want to talk about is the you know, what 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 comic book was I going to talk about coming back to the uh, Comic Complex podcast, and um, so I was uh, kind of looking. I, I literally just kind of brought a stack of books down. When I say a stack, it's probably I don't know like twelve at the most. Uh, from my living room area that I usually work on my laptop stuff and it's on a side table. Why am I describing you the layout of my house? It doesn't matter. Um, so I brought those down. I was like, I'm just going to pick the one at random here. I wasn't at random. I wanted just to pick one of them, I guess I should say, and say, let me see which one I can talk about. But as I was going through those books, I'm like, holy cow, there's a lot of, there's some, again, it wasn't that many books, like 12, like I said at the most, but there's some cool books that I had there just stacked on my uh, table. And um, I got them. I got them right here. Can't you see? Can't you see which books I had? Now I'm going to tell you what books I had. Um, so I picked out... Um, uh, you know, I just was ready to record this and my laptop froze. So I had to reboot it and still going through all the stupid launching things or whatever. Anyway, uh, what did I have here? So I had Major X number two. Uh, with Rob Liefeld, Art Liefeld, Liefeld, uh, Major X number three. I had, oops, I don't think these were there. Those were not there. Were they there? Actually, I think they were. Um, War of the Realms, number one. King Thor, number one. That was very close, but I didn't want to read that. I didn't want to discuss that one because I'm actually behind on that. Uh, and I wanted to make sure I read those things in order. Um, and I had, let's see, what else did I, I had DC Comics, Batman 53. Uh, I don't know why that was random, that was random in there. But I also had uh, some books that um, uh, Joe the Wildcard actually went out and secured for me because I was working. Uh, the Walking Dead, uh, I have two copies of issue 192, which was uh, a Rick Grimes memorial kind of thing, I guess. And then um, The Walking Dead, the big issue... Uh, 193, um, which, which, uh, was the issue where Rick Grimes died, right? Is that like, I don't even remember. Holy God. Hang on a second. I'll look this up in front of everyone while I'm, uh, talking on the podcast. Cause that's, that's me being professional. Let's see. 
Uh, The Walking Dead, 193. Things I Google. Uh, let's see. The Farmhouse. The Farmhouse, out in the country books. Which is this? The, just tell me if this is the one where he died. Hang on. Uh, issue 193. Uh, issue 193 is 193. Yeah, I know that. Uh, many years have passed since Rick's death. Oh, geez. I made a mistake then. Um, oh, this is the issue where he... I'm sorry. This is the issue where he gets killed. This is the last issue. Never mind. This is the last issue of The Walking Dead. That's what it is. So Rick's already dead. Um... Let's see. Many years have passed since Rick's death. I'm reading this, obviously, from Walking Dead Wiki. A lone walker approaches the Grimes family farm, but Carl spots it and kills it. Uh, whatever. This, yeah, this is the last issue of The Walking Dead. What's this one, then? Hang on, let me see what this one is. I guess I'll just... I don't have to, search, I don't have to talk it out. Walking Dead 192. Which one is that one? Uh, Aftermath. The Walking Comicsology. Let's see... Carl fights for the Commonwealth, but who is he fighting against? I don't know, dude. Um, just give me a summary. Why do I have two copies of it? It had to be important. It had to be important if I bought two copies of it. Let's go to Comicsology again. You just did that, you idiot. Um, the Walking Dead winding. So Walking Dead one ninety one is where Rick gets shot. One ninety two is where he gets killed. I guess. Right? Holy cow. Good thing I have fast internet. Jeez. 192. Yeah, there he goes. Um, summary? Can you just give me a gosh darn summary? Holy cow. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm not even going to... No, hang on. I'm going to figure this out. Walking Dead, issue 192. Here we go. Checking your browser before... Oh, my God. God, the fate of one character revealed. And there we go. This has got to be. It's revealed. Live or die. Rick Grimes' fate finally revealed in The Walkie Dead Wine 92. Yeah, it's out. Chock full of spoilers. All right. If you're not caught up on The Walking Dead, Rick Grimes made an impassioned We Are Not The Walking Dead speech. Okay. Um, and the question for The Walking Dead readers has been, does he survive this? The short and quick answer is no. Okay, finally. Holy cow. Not even the point of the podcast I wanted to be in this thing. Um, so 192 is where he actually dies. So, And then 193 is the final issue of The Walking Dead. All I wanted to talk about were the books that I found on my table. Lord have mercy. So um, and the last issue that I did did uh, find on that table is the one I'm actually going to be talking about later. It's, gonna, it's the Savage Avengers number one. So I came downstairs and uh, I needed a bag and board for the Savage Avengers number one and, and The Walking Dead 193 and one copy of The Walking Dead 192. So I came down and had to open up another, like, I don't know, one of 70 bags of comics that I have here, open unopened, um, from uh, the website I usually, usually order them from. And there I pulled out Transformers Titans Return 57. There's an issue of Squadron Supreme number 12, Darth Vader um, number one. Yeah, Darth Vader number one. Um, oh, that was on my table, actually. War of the Realms, I already talked about. King Thor, I saw. Oh, Spider-Man by J.J. Abrams. Remember that issue? Um, I didn't. I, I mean, I remember buying it, but I uh, I haven't read that one. But uh, number one, uh, there's that. I think that was it. Yeah. Um, anyway, 
What a stupid... Anyone still listening to this, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed, actually. Um, but, okay, so one of the issues I pulled out was Revolution, number two. And uh, the reason why this one stuck out for me is because it's supposed to be a conglomerate of uh, toy companies. Uh, Micronauts, Mask, ROM, G.I. Joe, and Transformers. Uh, I don't even know how many issues I got of this thing. I should probably just get the trade at this point. Um, but I pulled this one out. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, the actual story, I should say. But I pulled this one out because I have a very, very big weakness to comic book covers with uh, toy art. Um, and this one is very cool looking. Um, you can see, I'll take a picture and you can see it on my uh, Instagram account. But you got to follow me. Um, to, I'm on Instagram as uh, IceboxCast. Uh, but it's it, the cover features a toy cover art uh, blister packaging with ROM. Uh, on the cover and it says electronic action toy try me and it says push button on the back but it's like the old school tron toy um illustrated though it's not the actual uh figure and then beside him i don't know why they have him beside him i think because of the crossover i guess they have joe colton who is the original gi joe uh figure um like the i don't know what size they were they 12 inch figures they were larger figures not not the three and three quarter famous G.I. Joe figures that I love and uh, adore today. But the original, the first one who started it all. Um, but it's very cool. It's, a, it's an illustration version of both Rom and Joe Colton. Uh, Rom has his little space gun uh, blister packed right next to him. Joe Colton has like an alien mask next to him. I don't know why that is. Um, I didn't really buy the G- those G.I. Joe toys, so maybe it's some kind of re- relevance to that. But he also has like um, an automatic machine gun. G or Joe Colton is decked out in his green fatigues with uh, four hand grenades on his belt. What a guy! Holy cow! But anyway, anyone read Revolution? Um, let me know, uh, and let me know if it's worth reading. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm pretty sure I got most of the issues, but they're scattered in my um, unopened bags that I had pre-ordered these things from. But anyway, I just wanted to talk about that one because, I, like I said, I love the toy cover arts. Uh, toy cover art that is on these uh, various comic books. And this one was the standout, again, featuring Rom and Joe Colton. Uh, Revolution number two, let me know if it's worth reading. Um, I am also always on the hunt for first appearances and uh, a lot of the good ones are like hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. So I always try to find like um, stupid ones, like uh, the first appearance of the armadillo <laughs> that I think I have three copies of because uh, they were all cheap. But uh, this one I thought was kind of cool to have. And just because, um, you know, they're re- they're introducing um, the Fantastic Four into the MCU. And uh, you never know, this guy could make an appearance um, in some way, shape or form. But... I was thinking of getting the the maker, um, his first appearance, and there's two issues, um, and you can be the judge, I guess, and I'll give you my opinion of what his true first appearance would be, and what I want it to be. I want I want it to be his actual first appearance, and his actual first appearance is Ultimate Fantastic Four number one, uh, released in 2004 in February, um, but he's Reed Richards at that point which is who the maker is, ultimately. He's the ultimate verse uh, Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. So you can find that book, and I have I have a watch on it in eBay, but I've seen it from, like, basically cover price, if not a little cheaper, maybe, but, like, 3 to $5. 
Um, so that's what I'd like to think his actual first appearance is. And to be all, to be honest, I think that is, that is my pick. His first appearance is ultimate fantastic four. Number one. However, in August of 2011, he actually appears as the maker in ultimate fallout number four. And I secured that issue, uh, not for that reason. I so I already have, um, ultimate fallout number four. Um, but I bought it because that was the first appearance of miles Morales. So I bought that for, I think 10 bucks. Um, and right now, at least from a quick search on eBay, uh, asking price anyway, I've seen anywhere between 40 and $70 and there are more, there are more expensive items or issues, uh, available for that. But a lot of them are CGC graded. So I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm never going to buy like a CG, CGC book. I'll get my book CGC, but I'm not going to buy one like that. Um, so ultimate follow number four, I mean, so I guess technically that is his first appearance as the maker, but, um, we've had heroes go and have different variations of their character, right? Like Ms. Marvel's a famous one. She was binary and such. And I guess I, uh, see the first appearance of binary would be that issue, right? Where she first appeared as binary. So God dang it. I'm, I'm switching my mind. Maybe ultimate fallout number four is the first appearance of the maker. Son of a gun. Um, well, I have it at least already, <laughs> but, um, I think I will see. I don't think I have the ultimate fantastic four number one, to be honest though. So I'm going to have to go try to pick up that book. It's pretty cheap. Um, so I'm going to try to find that too, but, um, let me know what you think too. First appearance of the maker is at ultimate fantastic four. Number one, where he's appears as Reed Richards, which is who he is. Um, or if he literally appears as the maker is his first appearance at ultimate follow number four. Um, yeah, we'll see. Next first appearance that I'm trying to secure or at least kind of look out for is, uh, the first appearance of Speedball. Um, so, uh, I've seen him, this issue that he has his first appearance in, um, is I've seen between four and 15 bucks. And obviously that grade scale is, you know, depending on what kind of condition you're going to get it in. Um, but honestly, I think I saw a pretty decent, a decent copy of it on eBay for like four bucks. So I might just be content with that, but 15, I, I, I saw for as well. I like buying first appearances like at shows at comic shows so I can actually see it, you know, and, and give it my personal opinion, like up front. Um, I have bought comics on eBay though, as well. And I honestly, I haven't been, um, dissatisfied with one of those yet. So that $4 copy is, is a uh, very, very tempting. That's before shipping. Um, but anyway, let's get to it. Uh, his first appearance of speedball is actually the amazing Spider-Man annual number 22, um, and when I saw this, I'm like, for, so I'm trying to think of characters that I can still afford to buy, right? And Speedball, you know, he he's no one, arguably, he's no one major, but uh, yeah, I, he, he, I wanted to kind of secure that too. Um, and I when I saw the cover, I'm thinking, oh man, do I recognize this cover because I tried to look for his first appearance before or because I actually have it? And I'm leaning towards the fence if I actually have it, but the, I think I if I own it, it's going to be in my boxes that I have at my parents' place. Um, so I got to go kind of scour through those and see if I do have it. So I'm going to hold off on that right now because um, I might actually already own it. But again, for $4 for a first appearance, I might just pick it up again too. Again, I have multiple copies of the first appearance of Armadillo. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, so Amazing Spider-Man Annual number 22 is the first appearance of Speedball. Uh 
price price range on eBay currently is between four and fifteen bucks. Um, let me know if you guys have that, guys and gals, uh, or if um, or if that's really just stupid of me to get. I don't think it is. I think I'm I'm gonna really try to get that uh, another copy apparently, or get my first copy. But I do want to see if I own that as well. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the put up for the number one spot. The issue that we all came here to talk about. Um, I'm not going to go long on it or anything. I'm not going to give a, a detailed review of panel by panel or anything like that. Just giving my two cents and my takeaways from it. Uh, so the Savage Avengers, um, the cover art, I had, I bought a issue number one. So Savage Avengers number one. Um, I have the cover. It's a variant edition. Um, it's got Conan the Barbarian on the cover with a sword. It's got Thor and uh, Wolverine on his sides there. Um, I don't know what cover description this is, though. It doesn't like tell me a name or anything. Uh but it's uh, looks like it's uh, Mike Diodato and Jr. Oh, I got it. Hey, let me look at this. I see the Jr. I'm usually not a fan of his artwork. Let me take a look at this. It's going to be in the front or is it in the back? I can't remember now. No, it's not in the front so far. It's got to be in the back. I'm going to the back now. You'd think I would have had this answer. Well, I didn't really. This is, wasn't one of the things I was going to talk about was the art and all that stuff. It, okay, it's not in the end either. All right, let's look now. Um, oh, there it is. Uh, let's see. The uh, artist Mike Diodato. Yeah, Junior. Okay. Um, cover David Finn. Oh, that's the actual cover. That's not the one I have. Variant covers. Oh, Mike Diodato Jr. It's a junior. I thought it was like J.R. Romita. Yeah, it is Mike, Mike Diodato then. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's the one I have. Um, it was pretty, pretty, I like the issue. Um, I'm not going to really say anything bad about it. Actually. Um, I had my, my friend Paul, um, actually sent me a text the other day too. And he was suggesting that, you know, he just got done reading his, uh, Savage Avengers books and it was really, really cool. And he highly recommended it to me too. So I think that was one of the reasons why I pulled this issue to talk about today too. First issue. Um, you know, <laughs> here, here are my takeaways for it. So it takes place. Okay, so they have some wizard. I don't even know who the evil wizard is, but there's some evil wizard, and he's uh, dropping people in this big pot of stew. Um, and one of the person he brings in there is like uh, some kind of singer, and he basically reveals his uh, his plot is to bring in all the different artists or artisans, anyone you know, geniuses, that kind of stuff, and drop them in his pot of stew and boil them and cook them alive and. Um, I guess it's to bring back some demon thing, right? And if you know who the saucer is, because I can't recognize it. I don't know who this guy is. Or if you know what the demon's name is, power to you. I don't really care. But he gets, got violent pretty quick, though, because he, like, sliced the head off of this uh, music, this singer that he brought in, this opera singer guy. Um, and then they segue into the Savage Land, and that's where Conan is. I guess uh, the, the Avengers brought Conan back and... Um, or. I don't know, something something before this all happened where Conan got trapped in our world uh, or Avengers 616 world and uh, the Avengers left him there on the Savage Land <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why they just left him there, uh, but they left him there. And uh, they basically have ninjas coming at the hand, uh, I guess, are fighting Conan and he's, you know, he's, he messes with them or he, like by messing with them, he like kills them. So he like, he like stabs them, uh, you know, hits them just he takes them down right and then out of nowhere uh wolverine shows up because i guess he's on he was looking for the same thing or whatever he was on search for the hand 
And Conan mistakes him for a, a hand ninja and brings his sword and like pretty much sticks Logan, uh, Wolverine, uh, right in the top of his head. And Wolverine is just standing there. And he's like, I don't even know what he says. Or he's like, well, he says something bub. It's like, I, I, it doesn't hurt. Okay, the point is, he took a goddamn broadsword to the head. Uh, and Conan's like, cram or cram, whatever he says. And uh, they they uh, commence to fight. Of course they commence to fight, right? So the whole reason I recommend you buying this issue is to see Conan fight Wolverine. Um, that, that I mean, that would sell... That would sell a comic book in, in, in any title. Wolverine versus Conan in, in this issue. They go back and forth crazy. And it reminded me of um, when I played Secret Wars at home with uh, my brother Joe. And uh, my guy, I always, I was always Wolverine. And his, his, uh, his arch enemy in our little world was a character called Steppenwolf. And Steppenwolf is a, a DC character. And this is the from the the Superpowers collection. So it was a Steppenwolf where he was like uh, in red gear. He had a battle axe and he had these spikes on his shoulders and his legs. And I always pretended um, those spikes were like a chainsaw where it actually you know spun around and and he would always get Wolverine and it, with those spikes and he would hit him with his axe and stuff. And Wolverine would heal right because he has a healing factor and stuff. I always had classic battles with those two guys uh, as a kid. So, and this this fight in Savage Avengers number one took me back to those kind of memories because that's what the kind of fight it was. Wolverine slashes. Con- this is Conan, by the way. Okay, I, there, I don't think there's anything magical about him, or he doesn't have super strength. He's just a barbarian, violent barbarian. So Wolverine slashes him in the face. I'm like, well, that's game and match. <laughs> I don't know how the heck he could survive that. But he did. Uh, Conan just turns around and, you know, they start going at it again. Like, Wolverine, he must, Wolverine must have pulled his punch. And that's my, that's my verdict about this whole thing. I think Wolverine did not truly fight Conan um, because he would have, he would have killed him easily. Yeah, that's right. I said it. He would have killed him easily. Um, So they go back and forth after slicing him in the face. And uh, Conan uh, stabs Wolverine with a short sword. And he says, you, you, you fought brave, warrior, or <laughs> whatever. they thinking he died. I'm like, Conan, do you not remember like a couple panels ago where you pretty much brought a broadsword to his head and he still lived and talked to you at the same time? Uh, so he thought he's dead, but Wolverine gets back up and they, they go at it again. I think Wolverine gives him a, um, a low blow. It was either that or he kicks Conan in the gut and just knocks the wind out of him. But I think for effect and this kind of fight, I think, and Logan, it's not above Wolverine to do this. I keep saying Logan and Wolverine. Uh, not above Wolverine to do this, but I think Wolverine gave him a low blow uh, right to the family jewels. And uh, so they fight again, and they they fall down this cliff, and they're still exchanging blows while they fall. Um, and then they land, and Conan gets up, and I think he sees, like, I don't, some kind of... Be- I think it was uh, barrels of beer, is what from what I can tell. I'm not a drinker, so uh, he, he, he grabs it, he drinks it, and then... He, he grabs a container, he pours it on Wolverine's face, and Wolverine says, thanks, Bob, or <laughs> whatever. And that's it. They, 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 they kiss and make up. Um, and the fight, the fight is over because they realize they're not hand, they're not with a hand or anything, and um, they have separate agendas. Conan's trying to find this jewel, and he warns Wolverine, says, if you're looking out for that jewel, 
by the devils of high water, I will kill you. And Wolverine's like, yeah, no, I'm not, a, I'm not into jewelry, bub, is what Wolverine says. <laughs> More or less, whatever, right? So they, they eventually um, part ways, and, and Wolverine gets a little shot in at the Avengers because he mentions the fact that um, the Avengers, uh, Conan was telling that the Avengers brought him in, and they left him on this planet. They <laughs> deserted him there. And Wolverine's like, this sounds like something the Avengers would do. So, uh, it's just it's really weird. But anyway, the Conan is in the Marvel U, right? Enjoy it for what it's worth. And enjoy that fight. It was really, really good. The art was really decent, too. Um, well illustrated. Good blow-for-blow uh, blow kind of a uh, heavy impact fight between Wolverine and Conan. Uh, the rest of the issue goes back to the evil sorcerer that we talked about in the beginning. Uh, you see Brother Voodoo, he's introduced, and uh, he's captured by the hand, which is really weird because he, he comes into this room talking to, like, the old Asian lady. Um, I don't know what her name is, Sun or you, whatever. And um, they take an elevator up, they get into the room, and a bunch of hand ninjas come out, and Brother Voodoo's like, you don't think I prepared for this? And he pulls out, like, a little uh, voodoo doll of the ninja hand, and either I skipped a page, or that's all they showed. Because the next thing you show of Voodoo is he's he's captive above the pe- the pot of stew where human bodies are being put into. So uh, I didn't really whatever you tried Voodoo it didn't really work well. Uh, Conan was also captured at some point too, off panel or off page. Uh, what do you call that? I think it's is it off panel? I think it's off panel. Uh, off panel refers to like uh, whatever happened. Yeah, it, ha- it happened. It wasn't shown due to the viewer or the reader. It happened off panel, so you didn't see exactly how he got captured, but he was captured. Um, and so he's in a, he's in a cage, so he's captured by the same yahoos over here too. Um, and they're throwing, they're about to throw Brother Voodoo in and stuff, and Wolverine comes out of nowhere, and he says, "Hang on, Voodoo, I'm coming." Snicked, snicked, right? He comes all out. He busts a bunch of hand ninjas, slices and dices them. And then the evil evil sorcerer goes ah too late, and he he cuts Brother Voodoo's neck. He he kills him. This is Brother Voodoo. He's a he's a main uh, player, you know, for for the most part, right? Um, so Brother Voodoo dies in this comic for all intents and purposes, unless he it's only issue one. So I didn't get I didn't read issue two, obviously, but so maybe he had some kind of spell where it made him look like he's got his throat sliced. But um. I'm choking again, sorry. When I talk and get so excited, sometimes I choke. Um, so Brother Voodoo dies, uh, and I think he gets tossed into the pot. Maybe that might have happened off-panel again, but for sure I saw Brother Voodoo's neck get sliced open. So Brother Voodoo's dead. Uh, Wolverine, and then the evil sorcerer says, you know, he commands his hand ninjas, he goes, detain the mutant. Uh, you must obey me. And the hand ninjas are like, we obey evil sorcerer, whoever you are. Because I don't think it's ever mentioned. If it is, I didn't see or care to retain that information. So, evil sorcerer, we obey you. And they capture Wolverine. Yeah, off panel. Again, whatever. Um, but what's cool is what happens next. And this is the end of the issue. Uh, so, they, they start... So, again, the sorcerer uh, basically uh, says that he needs warriors now. Strong warriors. And I guess that's what Conan's for. That's what Brother Voodoo's for. And now Wolverine. They're going to dump them all into the big pot of stew that they're boiling for this evil demon to come back. Uh, which looked cool. There was a quick uh, illustration of him on, on, on panel, and he, he did, it did look cool. It looked like Venom, uh, honestly. So, But I know it's not. It just looked like him, his teeth. Uh, anyway, so he's calling for warriors, and they're bringing him. He needs live blood of the warriors. And these hand ninjas who are saying, Obey, I obey. We are loyal. They're bringing in these caskets, and the sorcerer's like, Dude, what are you doing? 
I need live blood. Live blood from strong warriors. Um, and they're like, we know, evil sorcerer, we know. But this is just a trap to lure your next warrior. And they show in the next page the warrior. Um, it's flipping Frank Castle. So I think they dug up his his uh, gr- graves of people that know. I think I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't remember who it was. His mother uh, or wife. I think it was probably his wife. But there was multiple caskets, so it had to be multiple people. Anyway, the trap was to get Frank Castle, a.k.a. the Punisher, people. Um, so I'm assuming the Punisher is part of the Savage Avengers. I mean, I, I'm assuming this title, this first issue is like kind of showing who's coming to become the uh, Savage Avengers. So right now I'm thinking it's it's uh, Conan, Wolverine. I thought it was Brother Voodoo, but he got if it, if he if he was well, he got sliced uh, pretty quickly and is and is now dead. He's an ex member of the Savage Avengers, um, but I'm assuming Frank Castle might be part of the Savage Avengers too, um, or I don't know. Again, I could easily look this up, and I remember reading about this uh, when these issues actually first came out, but um, I'm not going to. This that's what Comic Complex does to me. I'm reading these issues for the first time, and I'm just uh, telling you about my my thoughts of them. So. Um, Awesome issue. I recommend you get Savage Avengers number one. If you've read it, let me know what you thought of it. Let me know what, you, what the actual evil saucer is. Let me know the actual name because I don't even remember. Um, but again, I recommend it for that fight alone. Conan versus Wolverine uh, brought me back some memories. A very, very excellent issue. I told you once, now tell you twice. To her with me, made up a pair, really. They can step to me, my rap is bad, this is. You don't wanna F with me, I'm always fresh with it. On my best weekly, you ain't stressing it. Um, and I think that's about it. So, uh, again, if you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at iceboxcast at gmail.com. That is iceboxcast at gmail.com. You heard of Facebook? Well, you can find me on Facebook at Inspired Creations H O M. Inspired Creations H O M. Uh, on there, I will post all my links to my YouTube shows. Uh, Revelations uh, on YouTube is uh, under Icebox Cast as well. Um, but Revelations is a fun show, only getting better. Uh, we got some uh, exciting episodes coming up, uh, featuring all kinds of cool stuff. I think the most recent episode I have up right now are Hot Wheels. So go check that out. Um, I post links for that there. I post links to my other uh, podcast, The Icebox, that I was talking about earlier, too. Um, the Icebox podcast um, and this podcast, Comic Complex, can be seen, I'm sorry, heard on SoundCloud uh, right away. It can be heard on iHeartRadio, uh, Apple, Podcast, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play as well. Um, so check check all those out. Let me know what you think of them. Uh, give me a like, give me a share. I really would appreciate it. But Facebook's the best way to play, to see us uh, and all the stuff we do. I have artwork on there, uh, cricket artwork as well that we do for hoodies, canvas bags, t-shirts, um, decals, all kinds of fun stuff. And um, again, I had those SVG files that I did recently for the high school seniors, um, uh, senior things, class of 2020. I have links to the SVG file, so if you own a cricket or know someone who owns the cricket, and you know a high school senior, um, may want to gift that to them. You know, put that artwork on a T-shirt of theirs or a decal for their car. Uh, make it quite memorable and make it quite special. But those uh, links are on our Facebook page too. 
ah, I guess that's it. Um, I got to think of a closer for this uh, for this podcast. You know, I have uh, Diggs came up with um, until next lime, right? May all your cakes be tasty for the icebox. Uh, Revelations is it's never too late to create. I got to think of one. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll ponder upon that. If you have any suggestions or ideas, if you actually flip an email me, maybe I'll take your suggestions and I'll, I'll read the suggestions. We'll have a vote to see how we end this podcast, Comic Complex, assuming I get past this episode and do more, right? But again, I hope you enjoyed it. This is comic book um, uh, goodness at, at its fullest. I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, Savage Avengers number one. I, again, I recommend it. Let me know if you want to get those first appearances of the Maker. And let me know which issue you think it is. Ultimate Fantastic Four number one or Ultimate Fallout number four. Um, and then the, also the first appearance of Speedball. Is that worth getting? I think it is. And I think I already own it, but I'm going to try to get another copy of it. Cheap. Because uh, it's only like four bucks on eBay before shipping too. So um, that's about it. So uh, enjoy reading and go support your local comic shops. Um, any of them, I think they're now doing curb, well, at least the ones by me are doing curbside pickup now. So definitely take advantage of that because this is a huge blow. What's going on out there right now to, uh, a lot of people in a lot of industries. I get it, but this is again, comic book related. So I'm talking about this. This is a huge blow to comic book, uh, comic book shops. Um, so if you could support them in any way, I definitely would recommend it. And I'm going to give you a shout out to my local store, Lost World of Wonders. If you're in our Milwaukee area, I definitely re- recommend you do the curbside pickup that they're offering, um, to keep comic books alive. Reading is fun. Reading is awesome. Pick up a comic book and go read. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate your time and enjoy your day.